Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Episode 534 for October 22nd, 2018. And we're back, bitches. We're back with all the people in the games. Not all the people. But Drew's here. Yeah, I'm pretending I'm a Superman. (laughs) (laughs) Holding on to what I am. Can you HD remaster that song? I'm sure you can. They tried it in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater and that was... Not very good. No, that was, a, that was a bad game. Also, we got the Wombat. Yep. I don't know any other Goldfinger songs, or I'd quote a different one. Oh, man. Didn't they do a cover of a song? Like they a did the 99 song? Red Balloons. Yes, they did. Yeah. That's, that. You know, I like that version a lot. It's, it's a fun song. Do, 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 do. Didn't they do Kids in America as well? No. Uh, Bloodhound Gang did Kids in America. Before they became the poppy group, they were like this punk rock group, mm. and they did the Kids in America. That sounds like um, Sugar Ray. Well, Sugar Ray is essentially Pantera until they got on the until TV, they changed to every morning. <laughs> Pantera, dude, listen to that album. Listen to their first album. Dude. Yeah, it's literally. I believe it. It's literally that song. You know the do 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 do, and the rest of it's like. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. crazy. Is uh, it still your boy that's uh, the lead singer? The guy that was on the E? What's his name? Uh, Mark God. McGrath. Mark McGrath. Mark was McGrath. he the singer when they were Pantera Light? Yes. Really? Yeah, that song was really popular, and then all like the kids went out to buy the record, and the rest of the record, they're like, uh, this is not the song that's on MTV. <sighs> yeah, Mark McGrath. I can't believe he's... It's like him and Mario Lopez still kill me that they're doing, like, television shows. It's weird. I mean, they're not really television shows, though. Well, doesn't Mario Lopez do, like, one of those talent show things or something? I don't know, does he? I only know him him on E! at this point. Huh. Alright. Whatever. I don't need the history of Mario Lopez. (laughs) <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Anyway, video games. Drew. Yeah. You're embargoed about a game you can't talk about. Everybody wants to know what it is. Okay, well, it's it's um Nickelodeon Kart Racer. <laughs> but I uh, can't talk about it. Damn. I wanted I wanted the scoops about the kart racing. Sorry, no Hagen Dazs for you. Shit. 
What are you playing that you can talk about that? Um, that's about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I played some Overwatch, played some Red Dead. Um, you should clarify what Red Dead you mean. <laughs> Uh, Red Dead Redemption, the first one. Well, he's running the podcast for Phoenix Down for the first game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I honestly, that's, that's all that I have time to play. Okay. Sorry, man. S- starting off strong in the, the fall yeah. season. Oh well, see, I can't talk about the game I put the most hours <laughs> into. <laughs> The Nickelodeon, the Nickelodeon Kart Racers. racers. Um, it's the biggest release out this week. Bet on it. <laughs> Bet on it. Yeah. Um, I uh, funny enough, and this is not you know obviously I I looked up like who made this game, and I also looked up like uh, possible articles. So I, I and also looked up what Nickelodeon was. Yeah, what the hell is Nickelodeon? Um, so uh, the. There was an article, I can't remember where it was, it was either like Kotaku or or maybe Polygon, and it was just an article talking about the game, like kind of like a PR article. And um, they were like speculating on which characters are going to be in this game. <laughs> and they talked about the characters that they know of, Ooh. which is, you know, in all the like promotional stuff, you see like... People from Rugrats, SpongeBob SquarePants, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and one other, I think. Was it Doug? No. Damn. See, that was the thing. It was like, who else can we see? Will, will we see in this game? Will it be Doug? Will it be um, Rocco's <laughs> Modern Life? Stuff like that. Doug. Everything, everything that they mentioned that they had been confirmed. That's all that's in the game. All right. So maybe there's some DLC coming. Oh man! For the Nickelodeon After School Pack. Yeah, I, I think that they uh, they got all they're gonna get. Uh, is it all four turtles? It's all four turtles. Yeah. How about Splinter? Does he ride around like a little mouse trap or something? No, Splinter is in the background of one of the tracks. Okay. Fighting what looks like Shredder. I think you might be going past your embargo there. Yeah. <laughs> I could yeah, be. watch it. Hey, my embargo is I can't say if I like the game or not. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. I mean, you can see, like, there's videos of this game, so it's not like that. So you got, like, uh, and it's a kart racer, like, you know, Mario Kart. You get power-ups. Yeah, but Mario like Kart's, like, the best-selling game on the Switch. I mean, is this going to be the best-selling game on, on PS4 and Xbox? You know. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Be the best-selling game come out this week. <laughs> Bet on it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean there ain't no other games coming out this week. Yeah, it's that Rockstar game, but what the who? 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 Care about Rockstar? <laughs> Is that like Guitar Hero or something? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Guitar Hero Seven. Oh shit! <clears throat> All right. Uh, yeah, that, I mean honestly, that's it. Like. A lot of Red Dead, a lot of Overwatch. Don't worry, Drew's the star of video games in November. Yeah, that's apparently that's going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I can I can go ahead and say what I'll be reviewing. Yeah, uh, I will be reviewing Battlefield Five. One, twelve. No, 
that we went one last year, <laughs> and then we skipped to five. I'm trying to make it more confusing. And eventually we go to 2049. Yeah, Battlefield 2067. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I'm reviewing Battlefield 5. I'm reviewing uh, Call of Cthulhu. And I am reviewing Fallout 76. Fallout 76. So let's just let's just go ahead and say I'm not excited for Fallout 76. Uh, I so we it. shall see if, if you're proven changes, wrong. If I'm proven wrong, yeah, we'll see. Hey, it's good to go in with low expectations and be surprised, as opposed to going in with high expectations and being sad. It's true. That's very true. And I, I, anybody who knows me will, I will judge a game based on how it plays and its merits. I don't go in saying I'm going to hate this game and then I hate it. Unless it sucks and I hate it. So, <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you the number one question you're gonna get from people when you play Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. Can I play it by myself? I would. Th- that I remains mean, to be seen. That's gonna be the number. One, I guarantee you that'll be the number one question you get from everybody who asks you about why you're playing. And, and the number yep. two question will be, how does Vats work? Well, we have videos showing how Vats work. Yeah, but video doesn't. Okay, we have video, but video doesn't matter. Well, video don't talking. matter. It killed the radio star. Don't don't. It did down, kill the radio star. Don't You're downplay correct. video's importance in life. Yeah, so we'll see. I don't know. I've played a lot of Fallout in my day. Reviewed f- three of them. There are more betas for Fallout seventy six between now and launch than there are weeks until launch. Great. Ah. So hopefully, I can get into one of those betas <sighs> and at least give it a shot. Give it a shotty shot. And apparently, what you're you're. Yeah, it's, it's, they're giving you the whole game when you when you do the beta. Gotcha. Okay. So. Well, I won't be able to talk about beta stuff, will I? Uh, I sent you the email. You just have to look in there and see if you can say anything about it. Okay. Everything you need to know. That email was longer than the emails I've gotten for like full games. So. Yeah, I know. Anyway. That's it, though. All right. Well, I know Wombat's been playing a game. I'm. I'm interested to see how you feel about that game. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I've been playing. We'll get we'll get to that one first. All right. So I've been playing uh, WWE 2K19 mm. for review. Uh, although it feels weird saying for review since I think I got it like after it was already out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, I, the um. So this is the first actually uh, actually the first WWE game I've played since 17. I didn't play uh, last year's game. So uh, there are some um, some nice little quality of life improvements uh, in the game. The gameplay I think plays better than um, definitely than the last couple that I played. Um, definitely feels a little smoother. The game still has some glitches. Um, that pop up every now and then. Your your character sometimes still gets a little wonky in the ropes um, or around like edges of geometry. Um, sometimes it gets a little uh, sticky. Um, there is a ton of stuff to unlock. Almost, in my opinion, a little too much. Um, the uh, you get a couple different uh, sort of forms of currency. I guess is the best way for me to put it, but. The um, uh, the main coins that you get, you can use to buy um, some, you know, legendary superstars. You can use them to buy um, parts for your um, uh, 
creator wrestlers and stuff like that. Um, the there's a card pack feature, of course, loot box style, um, where you unlock new pieces for your creator wrestler and new moves and stuff like that. Um, you know, I got to be honest, coming off of Fire Pro, where the create mode, while obviously from a graphical standpoint, much different than 2K. There are a ton of different moves and stuff that you can use. It feels a little gross to um, go into the move section and have a ton of stuff be locked behind coins and other stuff. Um, I'm just not really a fan of that. I'm, I'm of the opinion that the game should give you the opportunity to just do some of that with your my player at least so i understand gating some of it when you're creating your creator wrestler for um the career mode i understand gating some of it but not as much as they have there is a ton of stuff that is unlockable that you just can't use for your creator wrestler to start out um especially on the move side i definitely i feel like they give you um you know especially the version I played came with the uh, My Player Accelerator uh, or whatever it is where you get extra stat points. Um, and I, I feel like if they were going to gate stuff from My Player, that's the stuff that makes more sense to gate, not the sort of basic moves. Um, like so, if you buy those points with real money? I don't, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. And that's a, a shortcoming on my part so far, far. I haven't looked to see if you can. Um, there are at least three different types of currency. There's like the coins that you just earn, and I don't know if you can buy those or not, but that's what you use to unlock legendary superstars and moves and arenas and stuff like that. Um, there's the, the points that, or there's two different currencies that you use to unlock the card packs that have moves and equipment and stuff like that in them. I, I assume you can buy those with real money, but I don't know about the other coins. I'm so um, I'm so tired of multiple currencies in video games. So many of them have them nowadays. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's um, as someone who enjoys sports games, uh, the multiple currency card pack bullshit has just completely overtaken uh, sports video games over the last I don't know five or six years. Yeah, and uh, it's it's tiring to try and find your way through it. Um. So a couple things I will say, some of the parts of the presentation in this game are really good. Like some of the on-screen graphics and stuff like that are really good. Um, there's already some really good downloadable uh, creator wrestlers that people have made. Um, one warning I will give everybody is be prepared to download multiple versions of the character that you like because um, sometimes you'll find one that looks really good in the character portrait portrait but then in motion just looks terrible. So be prepared to download multiple versions. Um, I'm not a fan. Uh, they've got a huge roster, number one. I will say that. Um, I don't want to make the next point without making that point first. There are a ton of wrestlers in this game. But there's some really weird omissions, particularly... Um, so for those of you who don't know, WWE has a... Um, uh, kind of a developmental league called NXT. Uh, but over the last several years, NXT has 
it's it's a lot more than a developmental league. Like it's it's a its own kind of brand that has its own following and is very popular. Um, their champion, despite having been in the game last year, is not in the game. He's not DLC. He's just flat not in the game. Um, that to me is a huge oversight, especially since he was in the game last year. So some of the, the DLC wrestlers that they put out there are okay. Um, I'm not a fan, quite honestly, of the fact that they gated um, both Rey Mysterio Jr. and Ronda Rousey behind uh, pre-order content. I'm sure both of them will be available eventually, but those are those are at least Rousey as a character that should have been just been in the stock roster of the game. Um, the graphics are for character models are hit and miss. Sometimes they look pretty good. Sometimes they look like something from four, three or four years ago. Some of the character models look basically exactly the same as they did in 2016. Um, the, uh, uh, the, the, you know, one, one thing that really th- threw me off is they have this really nice presentation shot of the arena and they do the thing where they're introducing a championship match and the, this graphic of the belt comes on screen and like puts the belt together in front of you. And it says, you know, uh, this match is for the cruiserweight championship or whatever it is. And they've got the ring announcer and the ring announcer is standing in the ring announcing the match. And the camera comes in on her while she's standing in the ring announcing the mouth match mouth, not moving at all, just completely lip sealed shut while she's talking quote unquote and pantomiming, uh, to announce the match. That's something that should have been fixed years ago. Like, how do you have a game in 2018 where you have a voice-acted character whose mouth doesn't move? Um, so the, some of that stuff still really shows you um, that, in my opinion, in 2018, um, you has been outclassed, I guess is the best way for me to put it. Um, I've heard, I haven't had a chance to really play through much of it. I've heard the story mode this year is really good. So my focus this week is to play through some of the story mode. Um, I've also heard the showcase with Daniel Bryan is really good and features some good matches. The gameplay actually in the ring is mostly very good. Um, I love the fact that um, you can... you can um, sort of battle all over the place and jump off boxes next to the ring, and uh, you can battle backstage, although there's a pretty lengthy load screen between uh, the arena and backstage. Um, it plays about like you'd expect it to play. It's a little bit faster. Um, it's uh, their, their big focus, quote-unquote, this year was fun, um, and it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely fun to play. Um, but it's not um it's still not at the level from a gameplay standpoint and from a graphics and animation standpoint that I would expect it to be in 2018 but um i'm going to put a lot more time in it this week and um unfortunately you know i got it last week and uh immediately went out of town so <laughs> Uh, I haven't had as much time to play it as i would like but um i've played enough of it to kind of get my uh, original opinions on it, and then I'm going to plow through career mode and uh, some of the showcase mode and uh, make sure I got enough uh, to put together a review and get that done this week. 
Man, you would um, think with all that money and time that eventually they would get one of these right. You know, I so um, I don't. It it's it's easy for me to give the impression that I think it's a bad game because um, I'm I'm so sort of invested in wrestling games. Um, it's not a bad game at all. It's just um, not at the level of the other. It's so. I consider NBA 2K to be um, the top of the basketball food chain, right? I consider to be MLB The Show to be the top of the baseball food chain. I consider Madden to be the top of the football food chain, right? It's not there, and it's the only WWE wrestling game on the block. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, it's, it's also harder for me because we got a, what is, in my opinion, a really great wrestling game this year in Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh, they're completely different, but at the same time, uh, very similar. And, um, so it's, it's just a little, it's, it's, it's hard for me to, to, to gush about it. Um, when some of the stuff that they have got right this year feels like stuff they should have got right years ago. Um, so, but I'll, I'll play some more this week and formulate some more opinions. It, you know, my, my opinion on the whole game may shift dramatically depending on how much I like the career mode. Cause that's sort of what I like most in sports games anyway. So we'll see what happens. Um, other than that, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, and, uh, I mean, there's no way I'm going to even scratch the surface of this game before Red Dead comes out. Um, maybe not so before it, Red Dead 3 comes out. It's a big game. That's true. <laughs> so I'm gonna, um, it, this is gonna, this is gonna end up like Origins for me, where I just sort of had a spot where I stopped, um, that was relatively easy to remember from a storyline perspective, and I'll come back to it after, uh, I get through Red Dead. Um, but, uh, I'm really enjoying that game, and I like, uh, Cassandra a lot as a character. Um, and, uh, I'm really, I, I dig, uh, the changes they made to combat compared to Origins. It's a lot faster. Um, and, um, there's some, there's some neat systems in that game, although probably way too many of them. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and you know, what's, uh, what's funny is, uh, and Drew, you haven't played it yet, right? No, I have not. With his relatively, and actually, Ken, for you too, because you just went back and finished the expansions. Um, the music is strikingly similar to the music in The Witcher. Yeah, um, it is. You get that same kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's very, it's very similar. And um, even like when you complete a mission, it does that ha 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 kind of thing that The Witcher does. Um, <laughs> so, it, yeah. So it. Uh, uh, it's it's fun to kind of play it and and see that influence a little bit. I, it's definitely clear to me, and I don't know if the devs have acknowledged this or not. It's definitely clear to me that they were inspired by um, The Witcher when they made this game because it's lay lay, lay, it's, lay intensifies. What? That's that's the meme. Like uh, all the the music in The Witcher Three has some woman going lay 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 lay. lay. Oh yeah, this game has that <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, I mean, even like quest design and, and some of the NPCs and stuff really remind me of the Witcher. So it's, it's clear to me that when they were making this game, they, um, they took some influence from Witcher three, which I mean, I would, I would expect people to, 
uh, it was a great game that was uh, fantastically well received. Just like I, I figure within the next couple of years, you'll see a lot of games try to do the single camera shot stuff from God of War. Um, there was a game that did it before God of War. Which? Hellblade. Oh, okay. I haven't actually played Hellblade. Oh, so. you need to play that game? Yeah, I've heard it's awesome, but Too I haven't good. had a chance to play it. So Yeah, I need to play a lot of games, but it's not going to happen. Hellblade is surprisingly longer than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like a five to six hour journey. Dude, that's like a 12 to 13 hour journey. Yeah, so yeah. How's it play, though? I mean, what kind of game is it? I don't even know what kind of game it is. It's uh, it's uh, Ninja Theory kind of combat um, with a lot of narrative puzzles. So, I mean, it's not really involving. Like, the combat is not hard. It's, you know, two button with a parry. And fights are always the same thing. It's always here's an arena, fight these dudes. It's gotcha. it's more about the journey than it is the actual like combat. Gotcha. That sounds like El Shaddai. Yeah, not not as much platforming. Like there's no platforming. You can't jump or anything in in uh, Hellblade. Mm. So that's, that's a good. game I think a lot of people missed that they should play. That's a great game. Yeah, El Shaddai is a fantastic game. Weird fucking fighting Satan with a cell phone. It's such a weird Dude, game. It's so weird. <laughs> it's so cool, though. It's like you play like five hours of this game thinking, oh, it's like this. And then all of a sudden you're on a freaking motorcycle going through a neon city. And I'm like, what? Yeah, that game, that is a weird game. Hmm. I'd take an HD remake of that game. i play that again. I would, too. That's a great game. Yep. Uh, so anyway, that's um, that's pretty much it for me in terms of uh, what I played. All right. I have a lot of games I can tell you about. I'll start off with the best one, which is Crayola Scoot. Drew, how how'd you feel when I sent you that review? What was your reaction? I said, I said what the hell is this? <laughs> say what? Crayola, what did you just say? Crayola Scoot. Crayola scoot. Scoot. <laughs> okay. Like the crayon, and as in like, hey man, scoot over. Scoot. No, you're on a scooter. That's why it's called scoot. Oh, scoot. Scooter. Yeah. Scooter. So, I also say scoot over. Well, you can say that. That's fine. So this game is kind of like, what if Jet Set Radio Tony Hawk and Splatoon had a baby? Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I really can't explain it. It's got a trick system that you use with the right stick, which takes a little time to get used to. You can't remap that. That kind of sucks. Um, but it also uses the Splatoon thing, so you can do, like, a splat fest where you can do tricks to spray your <laughs> your your color all over the ground. And then, obviously, whoever covers the most ground wins. Um, you can also use the color spray to continue a combo, which I thought was a neat little addition. Made it a little, little more um, the 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 difficulty ceiling a little higher. So you could you could do some crazy combos and get them. In. It's a neat game. It's a bad time. It's a bad price. I think it's like forty bucks, and it's very heavily like multiplayer focused. So like there's a single player, but it's just literally the multiplayer gets bots. So a lot of people play in this game. No. No. So, I, uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a neat game. If you ever see it one day for like ten bucks, you want to play some. It's better local. So, if you want to play some local, it's it's a neat game. But that's not why you're here. That's not why you're here. So I also played NBA Playgrounds Two, 
which is now called NBA 2K Playgrounds 2, which is the weirdest fucking name. Okay. Uh, this It's essentially a lot of the first game. They added a lot more players, legends. Um, they cleaned up a lot of the... The gameplay, which was a big problem when the game first launched, you couldn't tell, how, you know, like there was no meter about your shot, and there was obviously something going on behind the scenes that would dictate whether or not you made the shot, things like that. Um, it seemed to try to be a little too sim for something that was going for an arcade feel, uh, but they cleaned that up in a patch in the first game, and they kind of refined it in this one. They added a season mode, so you can now play through the season with your team, Um there's a lot more legends in here, like Jordans in here, things like that. Um, this game has the 2K bug of having the what do they call it, the vir- visual, the virtual currency. Um, so you use that virtual currency to unlock packs. The packs unlock players. There is a pack that can unlock every player um, that will save you a lot of time, or you can just grind for them, which I will tell you sucks because grinding for these coins is a big giant pain in the butt. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of that going on, which I'm not a fan of. Hmm. But that was, honestly, it was in the first game, and there was no way to pay for it in the first game. So, they kind of just... There is one in this one? Yeah, you can buy the virtual currency like you can in 2K, like the actual NBA 2K game. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, it uses the same kind of virtual currency. So you can buy it now and just buy the packs. So And full disclosure, they sent me a bunch of virtual currency so I could unlock all the legends... Because, uh, you know, I have to play as Jordan. He's, he was there. Who, who, who's the other There's legends? a dude, There's a ton. Like, Scottie Pippen's in there. Shaq's in there. I mean, just about anybody. I don't know a lot about basketball. I just know kind of the big names. Yeah. Uh, but it seems like just about everybody's in there. So, I mean, when you get Jordan, you kind of get... he He's like the... the you win the game. Yeah, he's kind of like the unicorn. Like, if you got Jordan, you probably got everybody else. Because he is clearly the hardest legend to get. So, um, ba 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 ba. Also played Lego DC Super Villains. That's a okay. that's a straight up Lego ass Lego game. Uh, you can Still create your those. yeah. You can create your own villain this time, which is neat. It's a neat theme to focus strictly on the villains. Um, so that's cool. And when you create your character, they're actually in cutscenes, which I thought was cool. They don't talk, obviously, but they are in the cutscenes, so that's kind of neat. Um, you can create some really wacky contraptions. There's a lot of really obscure villains in this game. I mean, obviously you've got the big dogs, Joker, Harley, you know, Penguin, Lex Luthor, all those are in there, but then you've got some really weird dudes in there, like dudes I, even being a DC fan, I'd never heard of. Um, like there's literally like Plate Spinner Man. Plate Spinner Man? Yeah. A real person? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. It's is Solomon Grundy in there? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, he's in there. He's Does he also wants pants too? He might. He was born okay. on a. He was born on a Monday. You know. Nobody get that reference. No. Sorry. Uh, back in the day, uh, Cartoon Network used to use like promos, and they use like old cartoons, but they'd re-voice them. And it's talking about um, uh, Lex Luthor or not? Brainiac wants a pair of pants. He's like he just wants a decent pair of pants, and then Solomon Grundy says, "Solomon Grundy wants pants too." Well, I mean, why wouldn't Grundy want pants? I don't want to see his Grundick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a Lego ass Lego Grundick. Yeah, it's a Lego ass Lego game. If you like those, you probably like it, unless you're burnt out on them like most people are. 
Um, I'm going to call this the biggest shock of the year. Oh, man. Y'all remember Starlink? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That game's good. That game is surprisingly good. <laughs> hmm. So That's the, uh, the the flight thing. Yeah, it's the the toys to life Ubisoft game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there are toys, man. Yeah, they're nice. They're nice <laughs> there toys. Are toys. Yeah, they're they're nice toys too. Like, I'm sorry, I can't help but get a little excited. They did send me the toys, and like having the R wing with a little fox. That's really cool. Is this only on Switch? No. Okay. So um, I actually asked Ubisoft. They sent me the Switch version because let's be fair, everybody's going to play the Switch version. It's yeah, got fucking. You want Star Fox? Exactly. So when they sent that to me, I reached out and I said, "Hey, can you float me an Xbox One code because I want to see what the experience is like without Star Fox because that's going to be a big question for PS4 and Xbox people." And it was a question for me, because when you boot the game up, you can straight up pick Fox on the Switch version as your character that you play as. And it molds into the storyline so well that I'm like, how... How did they do this, yeah. How does this play out? Because it's got fucking cutscenes with Fox in it. So I'm like, how does this play without Fox? And the answer is, is it's still a good game. So, if you're interested in this game, it's still a good game, even without Fox, but let's be fair, Fox makes it great. Um, there's a lot of little in-jokes in there, the fighting between the four, you know, characters from Star Fox is in there. It's um, like the other characters in there, like Falco and Yeah, Slippy Falco and, and Slippy, and yeah, they're all in there. Peppy. Yeah, Peppy. They're, all of them are in there. <clears throat> and your super movie, you get... So, to, to kind of back up, this is... Think of this game... As No Man's Sky with third person action combat, but you never leave the ship. It's third person, it plays like a third person shooter with a ship combat. So you can fly around and shoot things, you can go to different planets, um, but you can also turn off your thrusters and just run around the map like a third person shooter, where you move with the left stick and aim with the right. Um,. Do you turn into like a robot or something? Or? No, you are just you were just kind of hovering and shooting things. So the hook to this game is the guns on your ship. So the toys are the ships themselves. I think there's like eight or nine ships in the game, and <clears throat> the stuff that you buy are the pilots and the weapons. So each wing has a weapon on it, and with the toys you can just swap them out like you would a Skylander, like take them off, put it on. You can do that with the guns. The cool thing is, is if you put the guns on backwards, it'll actually shoot backwards, which is kind of neat. Hmm. Uh, but each gun has a different elemental. So like there's ice guns, there's fire guns, there's um, gravity guns, there's uh, different kinds of machine guns. They have different fire rates. You can attach um, perks to them, upgrades. Uh, you can swap them in and out between each uh, weapon, and you get those in the game. You get those for completing quests. It's got a quest system much like any you know, open-world RPG. You pick up a quest for somebody, you go do it. You get a reward of some currency and some upgrade slot things. Uh, all your characters level up. They all have perks. Uh, they have different perks uh, based on the pilots and the ships. There's just a lot to this game, and... <clears throat> excuse me. Like, the voice acting, the story, the dialogue, all that stuff is really good and interesting, and, like, the characters are really well done. I like a lot of them. You pick up pilots throughout the game that you can play as. It's just, 
this game is a lot cooler than it has any damn right to be. And the best part is, you don't have to buy the fucking toys. So what's the point of the toys exactly then? It's it's just it's a novel thing. It's kind of like Skylanders. You collected them, you know, you put them on display, then you you know use the little thing to hook them up to the controller and, and whatever. But you, but you can get every ship and every pilot in this game without having to buy the toy for it's it. It's actually cheaper to do it that way. So if you buy the base game, you get you know the core game and like one pilot, one ship, one set of guns, whatever. There's a deluxe edition that's like eighty bucks. It has everything. Every pilot, every ship, every weapon, everything that you can possibly get in the game that you could buy separately or that you could buy a toy for, it's all included in that package. Hmm. The toys are super expensive, which makes sense because they're physical items, so they're going to cost money for the physical item, and they're going to cost money for the functionality that they serve in the game. How much are the toys? I think they're like 30 bucks for a ship. Wow. I mean, they're big ships. Like they're, yeah. They are big toys. Uh, and I think that the ships come with one pilot and one set of weapons. So you get all of that in one shot. So it's super expensive to buy the toys separately than to just buy the deluxe edition. So. Could you play this game without having any toys? Yes. You can play the game and level up the one pilot that, that you get, uh, which I think is the main, you know, the the standard boilerplate white dude that is on the cover or whatever. So let me ask you this. So could, could I go out? All right, let's say I buy this game used and I don't have the portal or the toy. Can I still play this game? Yeah. Oh, okay. There's Although, no, there's, I mean, the the core game you can buy digitally is just the game. You don't need anything to play it. I don't I don't get the toy reason then. I mean, that's, that's just weird to me. I think it was strictly for Star Fox. I'm going to be real frank with you. Mm. I think they would have scrapped the toys had Star Fox not. Because I'm going to be real honest, the Switch version, the launch version comes with the R-Wing and a little Star Fox figure, and it's badass. I ain't gonna lie. It's badass. I, I just don't care about figurines and no, stuff. No, 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 totally. I get that. And that's the coolest thing about this game, is like you don't have to have it to play the game. Huh. And okay. I don't know. I Like, I booted it up. I'm like, yeah, this is that toy. So this shit's so old and tired. And I started playing. I was like, this game's really good. And they sent me the game before I got the toys in the mail, and I was like, am I going to be able to play this? And sure enough, boot it up, start playing, it's just fine. Cool game. Cool game, though. Interesting. Yeah, no, I expected nothing from this game, and ended up just having a ball with it. So. Hmm. Now let's talk about Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. Does your soul still burn, Drew? I, I guess. So, Soul Calibur 6. My soul still burns. It's the best game since two. Wow. That's a bold statement. By a country mile. Mm. It's real good. So basically what they did was they rebooted the series. You're going to see a lot of the original characters. Like the, the caliber kids are not here. So, you know, so Fatia's here. Mitsurugi's here. Voldo's here. Ivy's here. There's a couple of new Keelik. guys. Keelik is here. It's young Mina. Okay. It's young Mina. Yeah, the, yeah. the cheap. The cheap. Maxi is there. Maxi. Maxie's all in here. Here's a weird one for you, Lizard Man. I'm pretty sure he's just a creative character. Yep. Hmm. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, a... did you see that, by the way? Did anybody see the, uh, uh, we... the video of the created Lizard Man? Oh, we got the, the one with the big dick? With Yes. 
Actually, yeah. I think that's it's a lizard man that has, has a big dick, but it plays like Valdo or whatever his name is. Well, yes, yeah, specifically, it so plays like Valdo to show off the giant member attached to its front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw a tweet this morning. Somebody created two B from near, and I was like, wow. That's why I was excited for when this game hit people's hands because those people out there get crazy with their creations and they can create. This creative character is the best one. Um, it's it's as good as fours. Like if you remember, fours was the one that was really really good. Yeah. Um, this one is just as good. <clears throat> Excuse me. So the gameplay itself is fantastic. The eight way run returns. The critical edges are here, which I think we're in five. I want to say. Yeah. Um. The new mechanic this time around is called Reversal Edge. So these can be triggered by tapping two buttons together or on Xbox One or PS4. It's like L1, I think. And these go into kind of like a... Think of them like a focus attack in Street Fighter. Like they can break a combo. Something that you can interrupt. Like if you're getting beat down, you can pull the Reversal Edge and it'll go into this mode. And what happens in this mode is you play Rock, Paper, Scissors. So you either hit... Um, you know, horizontal slash or vertical slash, and then the other person does something, and then whoever, you know, whichever one beats whichever one you picked, then the person attacks. I like these at first, but after a while, it felt like you could kind of spam these at some point, because they use a little bit of the meter, which there's a, there's a meter now, it's for your critical edges and, you know, your, your soul attacks and things like that, but, I mean, for the most part, Let's be fair, Soul Calibur's always been a game that, sure, there's a high ceiling on the skill, but anybody can play Soul Calibur, look good, and have a good time. That's one of the things Soul Calibur's always done really well. Uh, and this one, no exception, same thing. The guest character is cool, Geralt is cool. Um, I like that the meter is used for his like spells and abilities that you can use in the match, which I think is pretty cool. Um... The new characters I haven't played a lot of yet. I don't know how I feel about them. I do like Grow because he's got like that dual blade, like a Darth Maul kind of weapon that he can actually detach and use as two separate swords. I thought that was a cool thing. There's a lot of content in this game, so Street Fighter kind of set the bar for here's how not to make a fighting game on these new consoles, you know, like, no arcade mode, no versus mode, none of this bullshit. Soul Calibur got a thing. So there's a versus mode, there's online, ranked casuals, there is a, um, yeah, arcade versus, there's a story mode that is for the characters that are in the game. So what you'll do is you'll get this giant timeline, and the first timeline is the main story. It's, uh, Keelik and, um... Not Xiang Mina, who's the other? Shang Shua. So Kilik and Shang Shua are like the main characters of the main story. You play through that, you get cutscenes, dialogue, things like that. And then there's a timeline for each character in the game. So there's a timeline for Mitsurugi, there's a timeline for Taki, there's a timeline for, you know, there's even a timeline for Geralt. And it looks, That's what I was just getting ready to ask. Yes, it is in there. And it looks like every DLC character, because there's a character that was available if you pre-ordered or bought the Season Pass, which is Tira, which I don't have because I don't have the Season Pass. Um, but her storyline is there, but I can't play it. So it looks like every DLC character is going to get one of these timelines. And basically what these are is it's a series of like four or five fights that kind of 
tells you their story in the in the main overall timeline of Soul Calibur Six. And then what's cool is the screen you can see where these events take place in the main timeline. So oh, like, neat. Yeah, so like Mitsurugi's is kind of at the forefront of the story, whereas Geralt's is like over here to the right of the end of the story. And it's it's really cool how they space that out. And that's just the main story. Then there's a mode called Libra of Souls, which is essentially the mission modes from the old games. And in this mode, you create a character from scratch, and you take them through this giant map um, where you do these different fights. So you'll get into these fights where they'll have um, stipulations on them, like you only have half health, or, you know, this character does this much damage more than you, and, and things like that. And you can... You can earn things like new weapons, you can upgrade your weapons, you can hire mercenaries who you can send out to fight. Uh, you can, once you get to a certain point, you can start exploring the map to find secret fights and secret weapons. It's a whole mode that has just got so much RPG elements in it. Uh, like I said, you level up your character, you level up your weapon, you get food that you can eat that gives you stat boosts before the fight starts. Um, there's just a lot going on in this mode. My big complaint about these modes is that the story is not told as well as something like a, like a Mortal Kombat. Like, it's all dialogue screens with, like, flowing text and static images. And after a while, let's be frank, the Soul Calibur story is kind of dumb and kind of, I don't know, hard to follow at times. So I found myself kind of thumbing through a lot of the dialogue because I'm like, I don't really know what the fuck we're talking about here. Not only not only am I a character that doesn't exist in the universe, but I don't really think what I'm doing here really matters. So, but I mean, it's it's a neat thing to have in there. And again, the game is just packed with content. Uh, there's a museum where you can go back and look at the previous games through like concept art. Unfortunately, like I unlocked the Soul Calibur or the yeah Soul Edge uh, in the museum, and I thought I was going to get the intro, you know. With, to shine down, to see... No, it's not there. Hmm. Maybe it's in the game somewhere, but it wasn't there when I unlocked that. Um, and talking about currency, there's two currencies in Soul Calibur. There's soul, po- soul points and gold points. You earn gold points in the Libra of Souls mode, which you can then exchange for soul points if you want. There's like a, a rate exchange. That's where we are in video games today. There's a video game currency rate exchange. Um... And you can use the soul points to unlock museum items, you know, concept art, or pieces for your uh, your customizable character. So you can unlock new, you know, headbands and and stupid, apparently lizard penises or something. I don't know to to create your characters. Um, wow. Another uh, another thing I'm not real happy about in the create a character is that you can only share your creations with your friends list. Which seems like a huge missed opportunity there. I don't know why you can't just put them out there for everybody to grab. But you can't. So, maybe they'll patch that in at a later date. Maybe they won't. But, if you're a fan of Soul Calibur, you need this game. It's it's literally the best one since 2. Uh, and it's, All right. re- it's really good. I'm going to have to see. I'm sure it'll be on sale at Black Friday. Oh, absolutely. 
I mean, Soul Calibur is one of those games that, it, sure, it has its fan base, but it's not going to be the million seller that something like a Mortal Kombat or a Street Fighter is going to do. So. Right. But no, that's all I can talk about. And that's as far as I'll go with that statement. Um, trying to make sure I didn't miss anything. Oh, uh, a listener, Dustin, I believe, asked me to try out that Sinners of Sacrifice that came out this week. Uh, it was on Game Pass, so I went ahead and downloaded it, gave it a try. It's essentially Dark Souls, except it's just boss fights. So, you don't get to create a character, you don't get to pick weapons, or at least from what I can tell so far. You start the game as a character, and then you go out into this area that has the seven deadly sins. There's seven bosses, each one represents a deadly sin. And what you do is you go up to these sac- these altars, and you sacrifice something to take on the boss. Um, that can be life, or stamina, or weapon, or something. And once you make the sacrifice, you go in, you can fight the boss. Uh, I don't know what happens when you beat them, because I got my ass handed to me, because I suck at these games. Um, but no, it's neat. It plays really well. It's it's essentially a dark, it's a Souls game. There's a dodge, there's a, um, a parry. Uh, you have two weapon types that you can switch between for the fight. Uh, sword and shield, and then a two-handed sword. Um... But it's it's Dark Souls, but it's just boss fights. And I will say the one boss that I did fight was really cool. And you can fight them in any order that you want. So you walk out, you see the seven altars, you pick one, you make your sacrifice, you go in and fight them. Um, but it's an neat game. Uh, I think people who like those games will really kind of enjoy this. So it's it's neat to see a different take on the Souls genre. But no, that's it. That's what I played this week. Um, but let's talk about what's coming out this week. There's a few games. Halloween Forever. What is that? Mm-hmm. I'm just reading names. Uh, grid Retro Enhanced? I don't think that's the Ed Boon Grid game. <laughs> uh, just Dance 2019. That's probably going to sell a couple copies. Uh, the first DLC for Spider-Man, The Heist, is out this week. Yeah, man, it's unfortunate timing for that, because I really want to play it, but there's too much stuff out right now. Yeah. Uh, that might be one of those things that's good to go back to once all three of them are out and just kind of plow through them. Yeah. Mind Labyrinth VR Dreams. Never Out... <laughs> Okay. Uh, Nickelodeon Kart Racers. Hey. Hey. Paw Patrol on a roll. Uh, Spin Tires Mud Runner American Wilds. Word Logic by Pogi. Bugs Box VR. Sky Hill. Bendy and the Ink Machine. <laughs> Uh, oh, shit, I forgot this was out this week. I'm kind of hyped again. Castlevania Requiem, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is out this week. Uh, Chicken Range. Chicken Range. Chicken Range. 
My Hero One's Justice. That's one of them anime 3D uh, fighter games, right? That's like uh, My Hero Academy? Yeah, or I think Academia so. Academia or whatever? It's, it's an anime... It's a Bandai Namco jam. It's one of those 3D fighting, like Naruto and DBZ. And it's one of them. Gotcha. Uh, Project High Rise Architects Edition. Sure. Uh, and then a little game called Red Dead Redemption 2 will be out on Friday. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about them Switch games. I read a news story that there were 31 Switch games launching this week. Indie games. Wow. 31 games. Ridiculous. A lot of the same stuff we've already announced. Just Dance, Nickelodeon Kart, Paw Patrol, all coming out this week. Also, Bass Pro Shops The Strike Championship Edition. Okay. Cabela's The Hunt Championship Edition. Party Arcade. That's it. Uh, Windjammers. 1001 Ultimate Mahjong 2. There's your big seller right there. Seven billion humans. Aqua TV. Not Hunger Force, just Aqua TV. That's a shame. Uh, Black and White Bushido. Car Quest. Chicken Range again, hell yeah. Uh, Dracula's Legacy. Eternum EX. Fairy Tale Puzzles Magic Objects. Okay. Friday the 13th, Killer Puzzle. Johnny Turbo's Arcade Heavy Burger. Luke and Rebecca. Pianista, the legendary virtuoso. Pinstripe, Puzzle Wall. Storm in a Teacup. That sounds like a poem. Wow. Super Hyperactive Ninja. Uh, word puzzles by Pogi again. We've also got 911 Operator and two expansions 911 Operator Every Life Matters and 911 Operator Special Resources. Wow. Hmm. Halloween Pinball and My Hero One's Justice is also coming. Gotcha. So, a lot of games out for Switch this week, but not the one game everybody cares about. Yeah. Don't worry, PC's not getting it either. Nope, but what is PC getting this week, Drew? I'm sure there's some hentai in there somewhere. Well, first up, we got Super Potato Bra. Running Naked Simulator 2019. Oh, my God. It's not even 2019 yet. No, but, man, we got our game for it already. Mm-hmm. Well, I think they cut out the hentai. Well, ru- the Running Naked season always runs a year ahead, so. True. It's true. You know, they must have cracked down on them hentai games because this is like the second time in a row I don't see one. Makes me kind of sad. Yeah, there's not a hentai game out this week. Wow. The ditzy demons are in love with me. That's out on Friday. I mean, that's hentai. How about Loka Love, My Cute Roommate? You think that's hentai? Probably. Okay. They just had to stop putting it in the title. <laughs> you ruined my game, Steam. You ruined my game. All right. I think that's about it. News. As I mentioned, Spider-Man 
DLC out this week. There's also a patch that gets you new game plus and ultimate difficulty. Ultimate! How difficult is that game? Eh, it's not that hard. Okay. Uh, PS4 exclusive Days Gone has been delayed. What was it supposed to be originally? It was that big uh, February 22nd, you know, the day Metro and Crackdown and Anthem all come out. And it's been delayed to when? April. I mean, two months. Yeah. I'm starting to believe that game's not real. I think that game's real. I just think that nobody has any faith in it because everybody's like, I don't care about that game. (laughs) It's another third-person zombie game from Sony. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's one of those games that I have zero interest now in, like, at all. But I hope that it's surprisingly good. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. Uh, Rockstar has confirmed the size you will need to download this some bitch. Looks like it's 105 gigabytes on Xbox One for digital. Uh, 99 gigabytes on PS4. And I think you need 150 free to download on PS4 because it needs 50 gigs to install or something like that. So it's going to be 50 gigs no matter what, even if you put a disc in? The disc will install 50 plus download 50, so you need 100 anyway. Jeez. You forget, Drew, this generation every game installs entirely to the hard drive. I I can't wait for me to get Red Dead Redemption 2 and sit down and ready to play it, and then I have to wait an hour for it to update. (laughs) You know, I totally forgot to talk about the fact that I played Black Ops 4. Does, it, does anybody else feel like Call of Duty came and went so fast this year and nobody's talking about it? Uh, yes, I feel like that completely. It's... Wasn't it one of the most best-selling Call of Duties ever, though? Yeah, and it's a great game. I, I, You know, two-thirds of that game I really enjoyed. It's like nobody needs to talk about it anymore, because what else can be said? I mean, it's true. Review copies didn't go out till day of. So they don't... it's online only. Yeah, I mean, well, it's... they don't care either. They know it's going to sell. Yeah, we don't care about your review. We're going to yeah. sell anyway. I mean, it's a good game. Like, the Battle Royale mode, that's the best one I've played. I mean, it's it's really fun. Multiplayer suite's great. Zombies is still kind of a bore, but, you know. <sighs> oh, it's weird. Uh, Microsoft announced three new back and pack games this week, Crisis 1, 2, and 3. So now, yes, you can answer that question, Drew. Xbox One can run Crisis. I kind of figured it would. Uh, they also announced four new X-enhanced back-compact games, which were all Valve games, Portal Still Alive, Half-Life 2 The Orange Box, Left 4 Dead, and Left 4 Dead 2. So a nice little Valve package. Yeah. I've been meaning to install Half-Life 2 with X-enhancements just to kind of see what it would look like. I just haven't got around to it. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 will be using voice actors from the Clone Wars, the animated series, for their upcoming DLC for Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, man. So the voices of Anakin Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, General Grievous, and Count Dooku will voice their respective characters in Star Wars Battlefront 2. Nice. Yeah. It's cool that Battlefront 2 is still getting support. I can't imagine that game's player base is very large at this point. Uh, yeah. Man, Destiny's got a Halloween event going on. You know anything about that, Drew? 
You're asking me? Uh, you're the, probably the closest person on this podcast that has played Destiny 2, right? I mean, uh, I've played Destiny 2 about a year ago. Yeah. I mean, you hang out with a lot of people who play Destiny 2, so I thought you might have heard something. I, I know that there's a Halloween event going on. That's about it. <laughs> I mean... You could, probably, you could probably give yourself a pumpkin head. <laughs> Tell me what you heard. You heard. That's it. That's Tell it. them why you're mad, Drew. <laughs> Tell them what you heard. I'm not mad. I don't play Destiny 2. I'm not sure many people do, considering they've been giving it away for free. <laughs> it's true. They did give away the PS3, the PS4 copy. Yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, the Rockstar News this week. So there was an interview with the Dan Hauser, who very rarely ever does interviews, that apparently he had mentioned that people had been working 100-hour weeks up to the lead-up of the launch of Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. Which, of course, this sparked a huge outrage on the Internet. Um, which, in, you know, in all fairness, if anybody is forcing their employees to work 100-hour weeks, you should be very angry. <laughs> Because that is unsustainable. Uh, they have also come out and clarified it. Um, it's just a mess. I, I don't even know where to begin with that conversation. If you're making your employees work 100-hour weeks, you're a terrible employer. Um, I would hope that those people are trying to find new work. So, I mean, all the people on the Internet saying just get a new job, fuck that. How, you know how hard it is to go get a new job? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's weird because, you know, we don't ever talk about Rockstar until there's a game coming out from them. It just makes you wonder if this is true, how long it's been going on. That's because they're always so quiet about everything. Yeah. I'm surprised he did the interview, to be frank. Well, he's too busy doing 100-hour works. Well, I mean, they don't. he never does interviews. Those, those brothers never, very rarely do interviews. So it's just weird. I guess they were like, yeah, well, we got a game coming out. I guess we should. (laughs) So how much of a dream is it for you, Drew, to have an Xbox One that when you power it on, it makes the Taco Bell jingle? I mean, I've been asking for it since day one. Mm -hmm. But um, I've wanted nothing more in my life. You can win that now. I can win it. Taco Bell and Microsoft have announced a partnership where if you buy a $5 Chalupa box, you have entered to a chance to win a limited edition Platinum Xbox, which is a specific color, comes with an elite white controller, and when you power it on, it goes bong. Like the Taco Bell. Bell. You also get, you also win a 100% chance of diarrhea. Well, that's just a bonus, right? I wanted to say Yo Quiero Taco Bell. Uh, that dog is dead. I'm sure it's been dead for 15 years. So is the, so is the, the the meme. It's dead too. I'm just saying. Let's bring it back. Any motherfuckers get your PS4 bricked? No. Nope. Yeah. How? I, uh, you know what? That is literally one of those things when I heard this story. I was like, man, that sounds like some shit that would happen on PSN. <laughs> that network feels so broken. <laughs> so apparently, you could send somebody a message that would fuck up their console. They only had to open it. No, all you had to do was get it. Yeah, just get it. 
And your console's and, fucked. Yeah, and your console can't figure out how to translate it, and it just dies. You want to hear the best part about this? So they've released a patch, version 6.02, that fixes the message problem. I logged in to download that. My PlayStation wouldn't download it. Why? It just kept giving me an error. Just kept saying, cannot download, cannot download, cannot download. I had to boot that motherfucker in safe mode to update my PS4. Are you fucking kidding me at this point? PlayStation Network feels like it's put together with duct tape. It's ridiculous, man. I was so mad. I booted my PS4 up. I forget what I was doing. I think I was updating Spider-Man because I was going to get the DLC this week. And like... It's like, you need to download this update. I'm like, okay. So I keep hitting it. It's like, fail to download. Fail to download. Fail to download. I'm like... And I'm going to be real honest with you. The system doesn't tell you that you need to do... Like, imagine being somebody who doesn't follow this shit. And your PlayStation just keeps telling you to fail to download. And it will not let you go online. Until you update it. Hmm. So imagine being a consumer sitting at home, you can't go online, you can't buy new games, and you have no idea how to fix it. I had to Google, how do I, uh, how do I download when I'm getting this error? And I don't know if you've ever booted your PS4 in safe mode, but that process sucks. I didn't even know you could. Yeah. You turn it off. You press the power button, you hold it down for seven seconds. You've got to have a controller connected to it with a USB cable. Can't, okay. you, can't use it wirelessly. And then it's just like the Windows screen that you hit when you like hold F1 or something when you boot up. Yep. You've got to scroll through it and pick what you want to do and do it. That's wild. I didn't even know that existed. <laughs> yep, it does. And also when you do that, if you have external hard drive, it fucks it up so it's got to repair it. So did you have one hooked up? I did. Then I had to repair it. Luckily, it didn't... Lose, it lost didn't, everything on there? No, no, I didn't delete anything, but you still have to repair it, which is, takes another 10 minutes. Can you do it via PlayStation or no? Yeah, yeah, you just... It it says you need to repair your external drive, and then it does that really long-ass bar that just keeps filling so super fucking slowly. Right. You sit there and watch it. So essentially, it took me 45 minutes to get my PS4 updated. And I'm going to be real honest with you, by that time I was just like, ah, I'm, I'm done. I don't want to play no more. <sighs> I know Ryan will, will be there with me when I say, if I spend 45 minutes doing something, that's a big chunk of the time I had to play to begin with. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Fix your shit, Sony. Just just tear down PSN and just rebuild it. Which, I don't think we talked about this, did we? Did we talk about the name change? I don't know the, if we the, did. No, the, the debacle stuff no, that happened last we week. We didn't have an episode last okay, week. Okay, so PlayStation Network's going to allow you to change your PSN name. But it might not work with some games. <laughs> what the fuck? So let's say I boot up a game that it doesn't work with. What does it say my name is? I don't know. I don't even know that they know what's going to happen. I don't know if your saves aren't going to work, if you're not going to be able to log into the internet. I don't know if they know what's going to happen. This is such a clusterfuck. Like, how do you do this? At this point, couldn't you just say, no, 
we're not going to let you change your name. Like, that seems like what you should be doing, considering how much of an issue... Because what is it? They guarantee it'll work on every game after April of this year? That means it's not guaranteed to work with most games. (laughs) And forget about PS3 and Vita. Apparently that shit's all fucked. I don't know, man. Anybody still on the show? I'm, I'm, I'm here, here, man. I just don't have much to say about all that bullshit. <laughs> okay, I was like, this is a podcast, and I'm sitting there talking to myself. I don't know, what's going on? No, no. I just, yeah, I mean, I'm not changing my name, I guess. I, I, I got the name that I wanted, but I totally could see people being upset that they didn't get the one they wanted, and... Uh, I don't know. It, I mean, I truthfully, I just feel like they should have just said you can't do it, and just left it yeah. at that. Anyway, um, that's some emails. Want to do some emails? Awesome. Sure. Antonio sent us an email. Uh, This is, uh, I've always been in the mindset that Sony should revisit its Heavenly Sword IP. If I were Sony, I would position it as a launch title for the PS5. The only only studio I think who could do it in time is Santa Monica, which is ironic, considering Heavenly Sword had been dubbed Goddess of War. After doing a poll, I started playing Prey. I'm about ten hours in. And after just being told from the January robot about some keys I need to find, I'm really enjoying it, and I hope to finish it late this week. Did you, Was that Star Wars? Scanner uh, Defenses? Something popped up. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's that robot. <laughs> Fucking hot. <laughs> Prey was a cool game. A little rough, but it was a cool game. Like the first one? No, the new one. The newest one? Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was pretty good. It's weird that he brings up Heavenly Sword. Yeah. I I played through Heavenly Sword. It was a Phoenix Down game. First time I'd ever played it. I still thought that uh, some of the some of the stuff was pretty impressive. Visually, it's incredible. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that I was like, eh, I don't care about this, but... Game's only like, you know, it's only like 20 minutes long, right? Uh, I th- we beat, we had one episode, I think I beat it maybe four hours. Yeah, it's not a long game. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they could go back to it, maybe. It's But it was a Ninja Theory jam. That's true. I mean, they'd have to get a new studio to do it, obviously, but... I don't know. I just don't know that it, that it's like the want is there. It's like all these people clamoring for Shin Move, but I'm gonna guess that that remaster probably sold like nothing. I, I'd assume that Heavenly Sword probably sell less. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't remember it selling all that well when it came out the first time. No, it wasn't exactly lighting any charts on fire. That's for sure. Well, it came. I mean, the reviews came out and said, "Hey, it's just like four hours long." Yeah, it was. It was during that time of really bad Sony first-party games. There was like, uh, what was it, Haze, Lair, Lair. Yeah, there were some bad games back then. <laughs> I mean, Heavenly Sword's not a bad. That's game. when the the meme was that this game is going to save the PS3, and then this game is going to save the <laughs> PS3, and then this game is going to save the PS3, and then. And then Metal Gear went multi-platform, and people just lost their minds. Yeah, but MGS4 still. It's only, it's only, you know that game is only available in one place? That boggles my mind to this day that we have not seen 
a remaster of Metal Gear Solid 4. I think Sony's got that locked up. Uh, but remastered for the PS4? I can't play it on my PS4, Drew. I mean... That's my point. Do... Like, even, like, even like the... You know that Castlevania collection that's coming out this week? It's only on PS4. You know, a stupid decision, but whatever. The thing would be perfect on Switch. Who did that? Did Konami do that? Konami did that, yeah. So, so they, so they did straight up just make that a PlayStation. I don't know if it was Sony paid for it or if Konami just decided it. I don't know the politics behind it. It's a stupid decision because that literally, like I said, that game is perfect on Switch. Imagine being able to play Symphony and Rondo on you know handheld mode. It'd be awesome. Yeah. But anyway, I digress. Why is there not an MGS4 like Ultimate Edition? And even if you only make a PS... They've remade Sony Enders 2, Drew! Come on! Maybe, maybe you know, back in the day, the PS3 was hard to develop for. I don't know. Maybe they'd be like, I, Konami doesn't want to do that stuff. I, you know, just up-res it and throw it on a PS4 and be done with it. I want a place to be able to play that game again, because I haven't played it since before the PS4 came out. And I don't want to hook my PS3 back up. I just do not. I don't know. That's, I, I replayed it for Phoenix Down and played on PS3. Had trophies. They added trophies finally to it. Yeah, I know. I, I, I don't even care about that. I just want to be able to play it on my PS4. That's all I want. I doubt you'll ever get it, Ken. Yeah, no. That's going to be the one be Metal the... Gear that you probably will never be able to play anywhere else. I really should install 2 and 3 on my Xbox One because they just went back and pat and just see how they look. It's been a long time since I played that uh, tanker mission on MGS2. I've played that tanker mission so fucking many times. <laughs> <laughs> on MGS2? Yeah, like I just... A lot Last of times, time you played it was for Phoenix Down, wasn't it? Uh, I don't... Did I join you guys for 2? Yes, you played for 2. You you skipped that on 3. I skipped that on Peace 3, Walker that's right. And that's, 4. that's right, yeah. I did, I did 1, 2, and 5. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That was still a long time ago, but I remember uh, yeah. that demo that they put with Zone of the Enders was the tanker mission, so I played it probably 50 times before the game came out. That's true, that's true. <laughs> I wore that demo disc out. Yeah, and I mean, like every time I go back to play it, like if I, even if I don't finish it, I always finish the tanker mission. I just do. It doesn't take that long. No, hour and a half. It's short, and it's the best, like it's the best intro to a game ever. I'm sorry, it just is. <clears throat> The whole running down the bridge, jumping on, it's fucking great. Anyway. Yeah. I'm going to apologize in advance, but your car sent us an email. Okay. I'm going to read it. Okay. Hey, yo, it's Eeyore Cara. Other week, a fan sent in an email about OCD. I don't have that, but I do have something that affects my gaming. My gaming time is dramatically reduced. I only game pretty much when my wife and kid are out and about. So the setting, I'm home alone. I don't even like how that sentence starts. <laughs> <laughs> so now I can game. Turn on TV, PS4, got my snacks, boot up the game, some storyline happening in game, but I just can't seem to concentrate. I can't keep I can't I just can't keep my mind on the story being told in the game. My mind is just ass and boobies. That's all I'm thinking about. I just think to myself, if I whack one out, then I could concentrate on the game. So I whack one out. I continue playing. Is this a letter to Penthouse? So I continue playing the game. 
tried to get into the game, get into the story, but then I think to myself, it's okay to whack off twice in a day. So let's do that, then I whack another one out. So now I'm on the couch, game time finally, but I'm so exhausted I don't even want a game. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. I That's wanna, how it goes. I want to put on Netflix, just kick back and fall asleep. This is a problem for me. Can you guys relate to this? How can I fix this? I cannot relate to that. No, no, sorry. I can't. Well, I can't tell you to stop masturbating, so. <laughs> just, I mean, you can. Just the, the fact that this is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> I warned you before I read it. We, 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 we had an email one time that said that a guy got laid while we were, while he was listening to the podcast. I just, I can't, can't, <laughs> I can't, that's, I, that's it, I can't. I mean, I've been doing the show for a little while and uh, I've heard some things, man, and some stuff. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend it. I I don't know. I don't know how to help you there, man. Twitter! Let's do Twitter. You want to do Twitter? <laughs> Excuse me. I'm losing myself here. Blue uh, Apple Blue says, Will you still review Red Dead Redemption 2? Do you think the devs are lazy when they can't even do 100 weeks when they are young? How much will you, how much work will they do when they read 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 middle age? Man, that was that that comment was all over the place. If you think people are lazy because they won't work a hundred hour a week, you're weird. That is murder. That's straight murder, dog. How like so? Let's say you get two days off. How many? If you work five days a week, how many hour days is that? Twenty hour days. How do you? You can't do that. No, you don't get two days off though, Drew. I mean, the whole point yeah. of working a hundred hour work week is that you work seven days. What is that? I think somebody that's, did the math. It came out to be that's like, still like twelve hours, right? Yeah, like ridiculous amounts of time. Uh, I, I I can't even read that tweet. I don't even, I don't even know what it means. Uh, Tate says favorite lesser known cult horror films or franchises. Mine are Killer Clowns from Outer Space, The Blob, and the first two Pumpkinhead films. Motherfucker, uh, I loved House. What now? You remember? You don't remember House? House. House, like Doctor House, but the movie I remember was House. Yeah, like where you live. Yeah, it's a movie called House, and the tagline was "Ding dong, you're dead." Don't remember that one. Yeah, you should look that movie up. Also, Ghoulies, motherfucker, and Critters. God, ghoulies. ghoulies and Critters. Critters is way better than Ghoulies. Oh, absolutely! Critters is a classic. Next, you're going to be talking about people under the stairs. The people in the stairs is great. Isn't that a Carpenter jam? It was, and it was based on Stephen King, I believe. Yeah, I just I'm not a horror movie person at all. Um, near but I, dark. I, I have seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Everybody should see that game. That's not really a horror movie. It's more like a parody of a horror movie. It's like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Exactly. Attack. But- I'm not killer tomato. That's the cartoon theme song. Dude, it's in the movie too. <laughs> uh, Near Dark is a great one. Um, Bill Paxton is a vampire. That's Rest gotta be peace. funny. It's it, yeah, he's it's like it, I wouldn't say redneck vampires. It's like they're like um, a motorcycle gang of vampires. 
I'll tell you, um, I'll tell you what I loved before it became kind of a joke to like it. I'm the leprechaun. Oh, the leprechaun. <laughs> the uh, the movie that jump kick started uh, Jennifer Aniston's career. Yeah. yeah. I, I also like Troll. Troll is fucked up. That's a fucked up movie. Yeah, is that the one with the popcorn? The thing I remember the thing I remember about that movie is like a ring or something and like a cocoon like he turns into a cocoon and like pops out. God, I need to go back in but I remember being terrified of that movie when I was a child. Let's see. There might be popcorn in it. I don't remember. Maybe I that's know. troll. Too. I remember a movie where she, somebody gets killed with a an ear of corn and a whole bunch of popcorn. Oh yes, yes, yes. I think that. I think you're right. Is that troll? It might be. I remember the popcorn in the ear now, or the corn on the cob in the ear now. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. If you want a legit, pretty good, creepy horror movie, um, Dead and Buried. Um, it, it has Robert England in it, <laughs> but he's not the main character. Um, it's an older movie, but that's actually a really decent movie. Uh, I'll tell you, if you are interested in, in horror movies and you want to see some reviews of some classic horror movies and stuff like that, and probably some gems, check out, uh, Chuck Dowling's channel. Uh, he does 31 horror movies in 31 days. He does it every year. A lot of people do those, don't they? Yeah, he's been doing it since like 2007. Hmm. Uh, and he does a really good job with that stuff and he suggests a lot of good movies. Dead and Buried was where I found out, where I found that movie out and that's actually a really good one. Um, there's a, like, there's a fine line between stupid horror movies that you enjoy and then like legitimately good horror movies. They're hard to find nowadays. Legitimately good ones? Absolutely. Like, I can't, like, every horror movie from the past, like, probably five or six years seems the exact same. I feel like The Descent was the last one that really shocked me. And that movie is excellent. Don't watch the sequel. Sequel's terrible. But the first Descent movie is incredible. And the next one I want to watch that I keep... Like, I let horror movies simmer to see how people react to them and then kind of how they go back to them. And I keep hearing Hereditary is good. I have... Hereditary is not your standard horror movie. I know, but I've heard it's good, though. Yeah. Then that's... Uh, I want to watch it. It Follows is pretty good. I have that, and people keep telling me to watch it, and like I just don't ever get around to it. It Follows is actually a pretty good movie. That one's on my list. If you're scared of aliens, I recommend a movie called Dark Skies. Oh, I remember Dark Skies. That movie is creepy. The fourth kind creeped me the hell out. It creeped me out until I realized it was fake. Yeah. And then I'm like, this is dumb. Kind of like the Blair Witch Project. This is dumb. Yeah. I, me and my wife actually watched the Blair Witch Project recently. I still enjoy that movie. I don't like that movie at all. Like, when you think it's real, it's an interesting watch. But when you know it's fake, it's just like, this is just... Ugh. I still like it. I don't know. I remember one of the stupid sequels to that being decent. It wasn't the Book of Shadows, because that one's horrible. I don't, I've, I, don't, I don't remember which one it was, but I remember one of the sequels being okay, because you knew it was an actual movie, and they did it okay. I don't remember. Anyway. I don't know. 
other horror movies. Uh, yeah, it's the, I mean the it's, thing. <laughs> that's that's my favorite horror movie. That's a that's a good one. That's a classic. Yeah. Uh, Anthony tweeted and said, "Since I won't be on the show today, I will say that Evil Dead used to be a cult film, and I loved it then, and I still love it now. All of it, including the reboot and the show, the original The Hitcher from '86." Is also one of my favorites. The sequel That's and the remakes remakes are objectively horrible. Yeah, the Hitcher's really good. The Evil Dead. I mean, that's everybody knows about the Evil Dead. Jeremy says, if you had one game to play and no internet, what would it be? No access to day one patches, just out of the box. I wonder if any game these days would work outside of Nintendo games. <sighs> And you couldn't play online. No online, no patches. Okay. One game. Uh, God. Diablo. Patch free. First release. Ooh, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. That's, Diablo that's, 3 was broken. He's literally saying, bought it, day one, that's all. you. What is on the box, what is on the disc, whatever there, that's what you get. Forever. Forever. Hmm. Man. That's hard. I know. Mm. See, I'm thinking my brain is working in the, I, I want time. Like I need to spend time. Because Link to the Past out of the box is perfect. But how yeah, many but times it's... could I play that? Yeah, it's short. Yeah. So that's why you I was to, thinking you like you have one with a, like a, a gameplay loop that doesn't have like a story or something like that. See, that's why I was thinking like Breath of the Wild, because you'd eventually beat that. Though. Eventually, though, but I'll eventually beat everything, Drew. Not particularly. Like I was, I was about to say Geometry Wars two. Well, I mean, if you're going arcade game, sure, but if you're telling me you're not going to get tired of the same loop over and over again. I mean, you're going to get tired of every game. Over and over. Sure. I just feel like there's a lot to Breath of the Wild that I could just run around that world and have fun. Like, that's the most fun world I've ever spent time in. Like, I had a lot of fun in that world just running around. I need to go back to that. So, I'm not saying it's the perfect game, the longest game, or the thing that would take, you know, forever to beat. But I, I can, it's one of those games I have nostalgia of just running from point A to point B because it was fun. A lot of open world games these days, the parts that I hate about them are running from point A to point B. Yeah. It's annoying. Yeah, it's hard for me it's hard for me to answer that question, man. Um It's hard for me to decide between a couple. I feel like I feel like a um it would probably be an Elder Scrolls game, but it's hard for me to answer which one. Yeah, those are, I mean, that's probably the same that I would be with Breath of the Wild. Like, you enjoy just being in that world. Yeah. And that's that's what makes that time better. Like, even if some of the minute-to-minute stuff sucks, you still like running around that world, so. I don't know. Well, that's a good question, because it's so hard now. We It's so hard to think of a game... Straight out of the box without a patch, like one point. Did Breath of the Wild have a patch? It did, but I played it before the patch, and the stuff they fixed was all quality of life stuff that I wasn't, I didn't hate. You right. Know, it just made it better. So, 
<sighs> That's a good question. I don't know. Uh, Niv Access or Red Dead 2 story is going to be 65 hours. That's 150 hours for me with side missions and hunting down every last beaver. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm going to try and take my time with that game. Becky, it's going to be long, man. It's just coming off of so many games that are like... I'm going to tell you this. This was a new story that cropped up this week. So the developers of Darksiders 3 did a uh, like an AMA and they said Darksiders 3 is about a 15 hour game and I will tell you right now I have never celebrated more for a game being under 20 hours than I did with that I'm like that is the perfect length get in yep. tell me your story give me some interesting combat get out cause man Assassin's Creed Odyssey is probably like 200 hours <laughs> If you did everything. Yeah. That's what, I mean, it just came out, so it's hard for me not to say that as the uh, game to play because it's like, you just play it forever, it feels like. <laughs> There's and... so much shit in that game. <clears throat> it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's just, when I heard Darksiders 3 was 15 hours, I was like, fuck yes. I am so tired. And it's not like any of these games have been bad. Like, Assassin's Creed Odyssey was good. But it's just, man, moderation, people, moderation. Yeah. These games are getting too big, Drew. And When's I, Dark Souls 3 coming out? When's what? Dark Souls 3 is November 20th, I think. Wow. So it's one of the later ones. That and after that is Just Cause and Smash, I think is the last game of the year. Forget Smash still comes out this year, right? That's true. There's also a Pokemon coming out in November. There's a lot of games still to come, dude. Yep. <sighs> Apparently somebody, Mookie replied, said Spider-Man. Was it? Okay. He just said Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Man. You know, saw Spider-Man? No. Uh, he also says, I miss you guys. I know I haven't been a lot, uh, I know I have been a lot less active tweeting with my favorite gaming podcast show in the world, but soon I promise it's going to be a very long email. Uh, he also wants to know, how long does it regularly take to finish the new God of War? Yeah, that's a good question for me, because I am planning on possibly purchasing that and trying to play through it while we take some downtime on Phoenix Down. It's about, I'd say between 15 and 20, depending on how much you do. Okay. It's not an overly long game. I mean, there is probably 30 hours of content in it. But you don't have to do it all to finish it. Right. So. But then, now I've got, like... Breath of the of Wild. That I have to do now. Witcher 3. Spider-Man. I've already... Spider-Man. I've come to the conclusion I'm not going to be playing Spider-Man this year. Oh. True. I'm sorry, man. I can't. I don't have time to play anything. He still hasn't played The Witcher. I haven't finished The Witcher. He hasn't finished Breath so, of the Wild. Uh, you won't hear me say this very often, but The Witcher doesn't have a chance to be in your Game of the Year awards this year. Spider-Man does. True. Yeah. True. And Spider-Man <sighs> has a very good chance to be in your Game of the Year if you fucking play it. I know. I, I'm trying to at least get in God of War. 
God of War has a very good chance of being in your game of the year. Yeah. So, yeah, I've I've made up my mind on that. Well, so, I mean... I've got Red Dead 2, and I've got God of War as my... I want to finish, or at least play through most of, by the time I get to the end of the year. Well, God of War, you could totally finish. And truthfully, Spider-Man, you could totally finish. Both of those games are about the same length, if you go through the story. Yeah. I just, like, I don't want to feel rushed, or, you know, like, reviewing stuff, like, when it comes to, like, Fallout 76, <laughs> or or Call of Cthulhu, or even, you know, Battlefield when it comes out. I well, mean, the, Battlefield's going to have a single player, right? It's not going to be very... And it's, they're going to do the war stories like they did last year, which is, like, five or six levels. I mean, it's, it's not going to be overly long, I'd imagine. Yeah. This... They're doing a battle royale, right? Is are they? <laughs> I thought they announced they were. Great. That's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. Because I haven't even seen it yet. Like I, I'm to be fair, I'm not following Battlefield either. Like I'm, I enjoy the war stories, and when that game goes into EA Access or whatever, I'll probably play them. But I don't know. I haven't played a Battlefield since Bad Company Two. <laughs> uh, Battlefield 1 was really good I I'm sure it was it's was... a really good game yeah I suck online no I do too that's what the hell Blue Apple Blue just tweeted a saying are you the same guys according to the Theosis Paradox I don't know what the Theosis Paradox is Theos the- Theseus is that what it is Theseus, Theseus? Spell, spell it for me T-H-E S-E-U. You're asking me to spell something blue up a blue typed, Drew. P-H-E. No. T. T is in T. T-H-E. S-E-U-S. Theseus? Theseus. Paradox. Paradox. He also says, missed you. The sounds in my head are starting to return. Go get that. In the metaphysics identity, the ship Theosis, or Theodos Paradox, is a thought experiment that raises the question of whether a ship standing for an object in general that has all of its components replaced remains fundamentally the same object. I don't know what you just said. So if you take all the individual pieces of an object and replace them with new pieces, is it the same object or object or an old op- or a new object? This is way too much f- things for me on a Sunday morning. No, I get you. And the answer is yes and no. Ha-ha! So the question yeah, is, true. your car, for example, if you replaced over over a period of 10 years, if you replaced every piece of your car, um, is it still the same car? Yeah. In according if, the to answer, re- if, if the answer is no, then how do you determine the age of the car? And, yeah, it's just weird. Y'all motherfuckers, y'all need Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I I can I always enjoy being able to say that. It's one of my favorite things to say. I saw a T-shirt with that the other day, and I thought about buying it. And then I'm like, man, I probably offend somebody with that. My favorite, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus, is the uh, the one where it's a gorilla with a pug's head, and the gorilla's like standing there with its hand on a tip. 
and it has the head of a pug and says, y'all motherfuckers need Jesus at the bottom of it. Hmm. Anyway. Wow. What a show. We're back. Next week, we'll be talking about that uh, cowboy game. That cowboy game. That cowboy game will be out next week, which I'm sure yeah. everybody's buying it, so I'm sure everybody's going to be talking, except for Drew, because Drew's going to skip out, skip out on next week's show, because he's a some bitch. He's going to Goldfinger Island. Yeah, I'm going there. <laughs> Come on, that shit's funny. Did they do a song called Saint Simon? It's called Saint... Or Saint Simeon, I think, is the name of the song I'm thinking of. Okay. Because it's a take me back, take me back, Saint Simeon. That's sure. what that's what I'm referencing when I say that because that, that's the song that sticks in my head. When you say Saint Simon, I go Saint Simeon, which is exactly what Goldfinger sounds like. <laughs> sure. No, it is laugh ballads. Wow. <laughs> Drew, I did not make a career in singing. Okay. Apparently neither did Goldfinger if they sound like that. Well, I mean, I, I, I can't. I can't match. I can't match it. I don't have perfect pitch, Drew. I have terrible pitch. Mm. Anyway, you want to tweet at us at N4G Podcast. You want to send us an email. It's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us. Individually on Twitter, Drew's at DML Fury, Ryan is at Wombat RP, and I am at ZTGD. You can follow the site at ZTGD Content. Drew, you're doing Phoenix Down, playing a cowboy game. Start yes. Mr. Marston. Yep, we're going to be playing Red Dead Redemption. Going to try to finish it. I was going to say, how I long do you think it's going to take you to get through that game? It's, I mean, it's not an overly long game. Uh, no, uh, we're this will, we're hoping this will be the last episode, but I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to sit down and just play through it if I can actually beat it this week. And we're recording on Tuesday because I will be gone. <laughs> so, so I've got he's going two to days. Finger Island and finish mm-hmm. the game. I'm going to be gone. Well, technically, I'm not going to be gone until Thursday. Wednesday is my birthday, so I can't record. Oh, it's his birthday. Everybody send him birthday present. Don't. Send him a copy of Spider-Man. The fucker needs sure, the time to play Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need. I can get Spider-Man. I just don't have the time to do it. All right, somebody send Drew some time. Send him that clock from the commercial where they add the extra number. You seen yeah. that commercial? She like adds thirteen. When's the Wednesday last savings time begin? I get an extra hour there. It's November. No, you lose an hour then, Drew. No, you gain an extra hour. Clocks go forward. No, you fall back. Yeah, you fall forward. back. Uh, I fell off years ago, so it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's like saying that you remember when you said uh, there was a news story that came out saying that um, the the uh, connect wouldn't recognize sign language, and you said, "No shit, how can you play it if you're blind?" <laughs> True. I want I want to let you in on a little secret, Drew. <laughs> I'm old. My brain don't quite work the way it used to. So I, I forget things. Also, I went on a hayride yesterday with my son, and I will tell you that don't do that when you're 40. 
You got that fever, do you? The hay fever? No, no, no. It has nothing to do with my sinuses. It has to do with the fact that I was sitting on a flat surface going over a bumpy road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and my back, uh, I couldn't walk when I got off the hayride. So, yep. yeah. Getting old I know that suck. feel, bro. Getting old sucks, dude. Yeah. Sucks. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, we are back. I've resurrected my PC, so no longer do I have to listen to an echo. When I talk, I feel good about that. I accomplished something. How hard was that? It actually wasn't bad. It was it was more getting the bracket to fit properly than it was getting everything hooked up because it was a different style. Hmm. So I just had to make sure that the screws were in the right place. And I forgot to paste the first time. So when I booted it up, it was still running at like 100 degrees. Nice. I was like, ah, oh, that's it's still broken. I was like, oh yeah, you gotta put paste on there because then it transfers the heat. I got it. CPUs overclocked run real fucking hot, dude. I'm sure they do. Yeah, like I literally only had it booted up for like 20 seconds and it was already over 100 degrees. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Now it's been running at a cool 28 degrees for the last day and a half. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. That's the show. Unless anybody has anything else. Yeah, we we got done. We got done early, son. Yeah. Man, tell you what. I got a lot of football. Man, there's been, you know, football started at 9 a.m. this morning. There was a game in London. It was over there in England. Yeah. So I've been watching football since 9 o'clock this morning, and it's going to be going until wow. 11 o'clock tonight. That's a good day, man. That's a good day. All right. Fuck it. Already. And it goes something like this.